Hi, my name's Nicole. I have been uh, working with Rachel for the past several months. And I would just say, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's natural at what she does. She gives you, you know, advice that I think you can use every single day. She's super real, leads you down the right path. Um, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, her skin camp is exceptional for anyone that wants to take a bit of a deeper dive. It's like being in the bathroom with Rachel. She guides you through everything. She's super passionate about it. You have the ability to watch it over again. Um, by far worth all the investment. I go back to it all the time for reference. Welcome to the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to today's episode right here on the Rachel Varga podcast. We are real, we are raw, and we are unedited always here on the show, which see is what you get. And in today's show, we are discussing how to show up as our most beautiful and radiant selves in our personal and professional lives. We're going to talk about communication with a fantastic returning guest who is an expert on this topic. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that I've been conveying messages of the importance of using micro expressions and being cool, calm, and collected, being and moving through life from the heart space, living a life of purpose, and all of that good stuff. So let me tell you a little bit about Stacy Honky. And again, she's been on the show before. She's actually a client and all sorts of beautiful things. So we're going to be talking a little bit about skin and hair tips as well in today's show. Stacey Honky was inducted into the National Speakers Association, CPAE Speaker Hall of Fame in 2022. Big congrats to you, Stacey, on that achievement. She is one of less than 200 members in the world who hold this designation that is a representation of her body of work in the speaking profession to the clients she has served for over 20 years. She is the author of the book, Influence Redefined, which I do have a copy of. Thank you, Stacey. Be the leader you were meant to be, Monday to Monday, and founder of Stacey Hockey Incorporated. She has trained and presented to thousands to rid business leaders of bad body language habits and to choose words wisely in the financial industry, to the healthcare industry, to government, and everyone in between. Her client list is vast, from FedEx, McDonald's, Google, Kraft, Heinz, Nationwide, Boeing, Discover, and Oracle. In addition to her client list, she has been the MC for TEDx. She has inspired thousands as a featured guest on media outlets, including the New York Times, Forbes, Entrepreneur, Smart Money Magazine, The Economist, and Business Week. She's a certified speaking professional, a valuable accreditation earned by less than 10% of speakers worldwide. What a pleasure to have you back on the on the show, Stacy Honky. How are you today? Oh, I'm so good, and this this is truly one of my favorites because the approach is a little different than I typically take, and you make me go so deep into your whole approach of radiant and beautiful, and how do we show up? So I I love to go down that angle because communication and our body language all applies to it. So thanks for trusting me to come back. Absolutely. And it's a pleasure to have you here. This has been something that has been close to my heart 
learning how to show up on stage as my best version. Having got that call from George last summer saying, hey, Rachel, you've been selected to be one of six headliner speakers at this huge event. I'm like, okay, good heavens, let me just hold on a second. I think I got some work to do to literally pick myself up from this very small island I've been hibernating on for many years, you know, after a couple of years of not doing too much, so I've sitting on the couch and working from home. I'm sure we can all relate. So I really had to, you know, crack this shell of protection that I had put around myself to stay safe and all this stuff and thought to myself, you know what, it's time to shine. It's time to step into my power. And I do need to learn a few more tricks in order to be this version that can show up on stage, have clear communication, not do anything funny with my hands or my body or any strange movements that could be distracting so that the message that I'm here to share is received in the highest. So I'm curious, Stacy, for, for you to, you know, have to, having seen my progression, because you first started working with me about two years ago, I'm really curious, a little case study, what are some of the shifts that you have noticed in me? Rachel's putting me on the spot big time. And we have worked together. I mean, I, I found you, I think, through podcasts, with Dave Asprey. We've met there. And then I reached out to you to help me with my whole skincare. Then suddenly I was on your podcast. So, so this definitely has been a progression. I think the number one thing for you, Rachel, is your level of awareness. Discovery. When we first met, it wasn't me even coaching you. I really didn't say anything unless you asked for feedback. The feedback, I can, I can tell you've used it. And, and one of the things, since you opened up that question is that the feedback, I can tell you've gotten feedback. I talk a lot about brevity, whether it's male, female, whatever your background is. To me, the brevity is what creates the competency. And then it's your natural style. You show that you, you actually care. And all your followers, I'm, I'm sure are nodding their head right now. Yes. That it's through your expressions. It's through how you listen with your eyes. It's through the tone of your voice. And those fall into the category of warmth. I, I bring this up, Rachel, because I know you talk about warmth and competency. And that's a lot of the work that I talk about is it's not even to be radiant, to show up the way you want to show up in a respectable, personal brand. There's several things that have to happen. First, you have to be consistent. So anytime you and I meet, it's always Rachel. I don't get someone when we're not live on your podcast versus someone that is live. So all of you, what you're seeing is, is, is truly genuine. The second part is making sure that it's not just your messaging and the knowledge that you have in whatever industry you are in. It's do you communicate in a way where people really feel like, wow, you understand the lane I sit in around this topic. You adapt the message to me and I feel that warmth. That's hard to attain. But if anyone's wondering, first, just get feedback from someone you trust and then make sure of how you show up. It's always consistent. They always get the best of you. Beautiful. Well, thank you for that. A little bit of hot seat and giving everyone on the show here a little behind the scenes of how we roll. One of the reasons why when I show up, I show up as myself is I won't show up if I'm not. So say, for example, and you all can take this into consideration as well in your communication, personally, professionally. If your vibe isn't quite right, if something's just a little bit off, recommend rebooking. 
<laughs> because if you don't, you could very well show up as a dysregulated version of yourself and not make a great impression. So I know people might think, I mean, there's a difference between protecting your energy and going within when you need to take that time for yourself. If you're not feeling well or a little bit off or, or what have you, if you don't, you will regret it. And it is important to also as a woman, I find work that way and not just kind of push through and slog it out. That's, that's very masculine. And women, you know, we go by rhythms and cycles. So just be aware of what your rhythms and cycles are. So speaking of this concept of being a speaker, being an entrepreneur, being a leader, being a parent, being a partner, being a friend, in our communication, how do you recommend individuals stay calm and present in meetings and in conversations amidst distractions with, say, construction or things that could be loud in your surroundings that could boom, just put you into a little bit of nervous system dysregulation because we're always, when we're speaking, it's, it's very difficult sometimes if there's a bang or something to just kind of pull us off of our line of thought. How do you keep your nervous system regulated during communication? I think everyone has their own style and I don't have the, this is the only way, the right fix, right? I'll give you ways that I have coached leaders on how to do this, especially now because in a virtual platform, there are so many distractions as well as the things that I have done. And then you can pick and choose what works best for you. I think the key is like you had said, Rachel, it's going to happen. So don't even ask yourself if I have construction outside my window or if the kids, the dogs, whatever comes running into my office, that it's when it happens. I think the key is something, a, a real basic common sense step that you and I, you reminded me before we went live here, is first shut off the distractions. Anything that you've got control over physically, your phone, your email, shut the window, turn off the ceiling fan, take the control of that. Now, in addition to that, you, you're leading a meeting via Zoom and you see people are totally distracted because of one person, whatever they're doing in the, the Zoom window, you can see it starting to distract everyone else. There's one thing that I'll initially do is I'll always start to do the interaction. I want to change the voice that they're hearing. And I might say, Rachel, I know you've had a lot of experience in this area. Why don't you share what your knowledge is? I start to call people out. I ask them to interact in some shape or form because you know, when you call someone out, the person that's creating the distraction, I would say eight out of 10 times, they're realizing, well, I just saw a shiny object, I might be next to get called out. Is it something that mentally, I always have a, a post-it note in front of me and it'll be just a friendly reminder based on my energy that morning or how I feel that day is take a breath, focus on your listener, what, whatever the trigger post. I mean, if you saw my view in front of me right now, there's a lot of post-it notes. And it, it's reminders of what do I need to do to be focused on this podcast right now and not all of these Zoom calls that still are to come today. And I know that's easier said than done. So if it's a matter of you constantly thinking about being aware when you start to drift or you start to get heated and it shows through your body language or how you tense up, you know, this is a pretty common response. It's being aware of that and coming back to there's nothing you can do about the distraction. It's what can you do in the moment and the situation that you're given? Again, I know it's easier said than done. The key though is the awareness. You need to be aware 
of your body language is what, of what's happening. Here, here's another thought, Rachel. If you're in a situation where distractions tend to happen for whatever reason, start recording yourself on your phone. No one can see you're doing it, right? You just put it below the Zoom camera. And that way, when you watch the playback, you're watching to see what is it that triggers me? How does that come across? Most importantly, number three, what am I willing to change to make sure it is my calm, radiant, beautiful self, and I don't come across as I am distracted? You've got to stay in that warmth and competency mode for people to take you serious so that you can influence them to act. Beautifully said. All right. I would love to just kind of add to this for just a second. Uh, if you are, say, in a conversation with someone and there's something happening over here and you just want to look really bad, unfortunately, when you break eye contact with someone during communication and your eyes dart off, what that does is it signals to the other person that you're not interested and you're not fully present. So there are a lot of things that we can do to ensure that the people that we're in communication with personally and professionally, we're caring. If, we're, if our eyes are darting off, we're getting distracted all the time. That's a sign that maybe they might perceive you as not caring as much as they or you would hope to care in that conversation that you're trying to convey empathy in and love and be present for. So just watch your eyes. If you just like, oh, you really want to like look over what's what's going here, what's going on over here, just really stay focused on who you're speaking to because what's right in front of you is definitely more important. We don't live in a world where we have to be aware of jaguars and other threats here and there. I mean, maybe if I'm on a wilderness hike, there's bears and cougars, but that's a different situation when you're, than when you're having a, you know, an important personal and professional conversation. So threats are not necessarily threats when you're in a present moment awareness type of communication. Keep the eye contact solid. I think that's a really good tip. So a way also to uh, do this is I'd love to pick on biohackers for a hot second because Stacy and I, we're both biohackers. We have an awareness of our surroundings and work on things like our skincare, non-toxic beauty options, and of course, air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, and detoxing. And Stacey, let me know if you have any questions about that while we're on the show here. But let's just pick on the biohackers for a second. What are your thoughts when you're speaking to someone who wears a smartwatch or checks their phone mid-conversation? I want to play off of what you said about the eye connection. I, I call it eye connection versus contact. I, I just take it up one notch. And I'll explain that in a moment because that's going to be my answer to when I've got someone that is on their phone, they're, they're distracted, right? You are right on because eye connection is the only skill. So I want you to think body language and there's like 10 delivery skills that I teach. Eye connection is the only skill that builds trust. So there's so much about listen with your eyes. I remember my nieces when they were really little, they, if I was not practicing what I'm preaching right now and they would be talking to me and I wasn't looking them in the eyes, they would always say, auntie, talk to me with your eyes. And the minute we look away, people start guessing our level of trust. So now let's flip that. If someone is on their phone, the first thing I will always do, Rachel, is I stop talking if it's a big distraction. Now, sometimes that silence alone will get people to look up. And when they do, I am I'm locking and loading their eyes. I'm not calling them out. I never want to put them in a spotlight, but I just want to draw them in. 
If the pause doesn't work, I will add the pause and the eye connection. I'll stop talking and just make that connection. Now I've got a client right now that every time we're talking, this is this obviously is more important than anyone in front of him. And when I see him on his phone, I'll always, you know, he'll say, keep going, I, I'm listening. And I'll respond with, I want to make sure I don't waste your time. I'm okay with you, finish your email and then we can get back to the topic. And it'll work sometimes. And then he'll go back into this being such a habit and I'll just pause. But because we've had that conversation, he, he picks up on what, what's going on. Even if, Rachel, you've got someone on their phone, but because you're de delivering that eye connection, they can feel it. You just need them to get to look up here and there to try to get them to read your body language. Most importantly, for you to read your body language, because that's the next step. If you're not looking at people, I mean, connecting dead in their eyes when you're having a conversation, you miss the opportunity to read their body language. That body language that says, I can't follow you. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Give me an example. Give me a story so I can personally relate. That adaptability is really what the brevity, letting listeners follow your message, the eye connection, connecting with purpose with the eyes, that's what's going to allow you to constantly adapt your message on the fly, which also prevents some distractions because at that point, the listener feels like, ah, oh, you understand me. You're not here to tell me what you think. You're really focusing on my why and that being why I should care. Beautiful. I love watching you communicate. I just, I think you're brilliant at it. And some of the things that you're doing is using your hands a lot. I love to use my hands when I'm communicating. Showing your hands is also a way to unconsciously show trust, I believe. And if you want to show off your hands, your hands got to look good. So that's where personal grooming also comes in, is to make sure that your nails are always clean and tidy and groomed. You don't have chipped nail polish. Your cuticles are on point. And I love teaching these speech and grooming tips actually over at theschoolofradiance.com. If you want to show up as our most beautiful, radiant, competent, warm, illuminated, powerful, energetic self, having the grooming on point will actually give you more confidence because people notice these things. And I, I also want you all listening to take these things into consideration with your personal and professional relationships. I would go so far as to say if someone is better groomed and has an awareness of their communication, they're likely better at what they do, which means they could be someone that is a better option for you to work with or be in some type of relationship with. You're likely going to be less likely to want to work with someone who shows up looking disheveled because if they're appearing disheveled, they are also likely disheveled in their business practices, their emotional aspects and their personal care aspects as well. I wanted to just highlight here while we're talking about grooming and looking our best, did you know that there are certain rejuvenation procedures that can actually impair communication? They can actually limit someone's ability to emote, show emotion with their faces. Can you guess, Stacey? It was a little hot figure. Can you guess which rejuvenation procedure this could be? You're really putting me on the spot. I, I am not 
I'm not sure. I mean, you know, my first thought is if we do too much work with our faces and we can't show expression, but that's my initial first thought. Am I close? You absolutely are. There is a rejuvenation procedure on the market that is an injectable. It's called a neuromodulator or a neurotoxin. The brand names associated with that type of product are Botox, Zeoman, Dysport, Nuso, Nubo, you see that Jubo, there's there's all sorts of new ones constantly coming out on the market. It takes a moment to keep up with all these new ones. I do have a seven to eight year rule, ladies and gentlemen. I like to ensure that whatever I might be using in my face has been on the market for the masses for at least seven to eight years to ensure that the product formulation has been thoroughly researched and also the practitioners have effective protocols to get a predictable outcome. Now, this type of procedure for modulating the facial muscles, if done incorrectly, it's often done for lines between the brows, you know, furrowing the brows or crow's feet and can be done actually mid-face and uh, to the jawline off-label, which are advanced procedures, which I actually teach with my rejuvenation training. If these procedures are done too much or actually even with specific products, it can elicit too much of a frozen look, which can actually impair our ability to communicate with our faces with micro expressions. So we've all seen these people where you're trying to communicate with them and you can tell they've had a whole bunch of work done and you're like, hello, anybody home? What's going on upstairs? I'm not seeing any type of micro expression or anything. However, these rejuvenation procedures when done with skill can soften and lift and not freeze the facial features. So it, there's an art and science to actually applying these types of rejuvenation procedures for softening fine lines and wrinkles and lifting the brows and opening the eyes and slimming the jawline. However, when done too much, and also with specific products, in my opinion, they can actually overfreeze and can actually inhibit beauty because beauty is also in conversation, in presence, in how you show up and communicate. So if you want more of my insights on which ones that I personally prefer, um, that I've researched and all of that, uh, definitely book a one-on-one -on -one session with me at rachelvarga.ca. Use promo code PODCAST15 for 15% off of your session as a thanks for listening. And of course, what we discuss here is not medical advice. It's educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. What are your thoughts on that? Too much rejuvenation actually making us less beautiful. It, it, it's less beautiful because I think it impacts your natural self, right? And there's so much buzz right now about being authentic. And authentic to me is you're consistent. You're consistent with how you show up with your family, your friends, uh, virtually hybrid. Did I hit all of them in person? And I know that, you know, that's where we teach those core skills on brevity and on building trust. So facial expressions, believe it or not, facial expressions are the only skill that conveys passion. Well, imagine if you are in a high stakes conversation, whether it's a negotiation, a sales pitch, or really tough Q&A, someone's challenging you, and you're talking about how critical you think it is that we go this direction, but there's nothing and yet you have energy in your voice, you've got energy in your hands, it becomes a distraction. And the last thing we want to do 
right? The last thing we want to do is create distractions with what you're saying and how people are experiencing you. Because once you create the distractions, people focus on the distraction. And to me, there's already, we talked about it earlier, there's already so much noise when you're trying to connect with someone. You don't know what happened to them earlier that day. You don't know what's going on in their personal life. And I think people are still kind of in this really big time recovery mode. A lot of our clients are stressed because they're tired of Zoom. They're, they're worn out of all these heavy calls back to back. Then you add on, you show up and people are like, whoa, well, that doesn't look like your picture. That's one of the biggest pieces of positive feedback I'll receive when I show up at the events I present at. Sometimes my clients will say to me, wow, you look like your picture. Or I'll show up here and they'll say, you look like your picture. So to me, when you're talking about rejuvenation, we don't want to destroy who you are. I get it. We still, I do it too, right? I learned from, learned from the best here, Rachel. I want to be vibrant. I want to be beautiful, but I, I don't want people to guess who I really am. Right. Yeah, this is, this is a bit of a tricky topic. It's like too much of a good thing is not so much of a good thing. So when it comes to rejuvenation, it's all about a balance and having it applied in a more natural looking way. So just because you show up to a rejuvenation provider asking for a specific product or, you know, treatment between the brows, right? Doesn't mean that you're going to get the same thing from one provider to the next. There's so many nuances, how it's placed, how much is used and other surrounding areas and, and the product itself, actually. Some products on the market that are neuromodulators are almost what I would describe as like a firm hold hairspray, right? You have your face done, you could be in a wind tunnel, your face just does not move. It's it's frozen in time. And then you have other other options on the market that's more like a soft hold hairspray that allow you to get the rejuvenation benefits and also emote. So there are some nuances between things on the market, which I don't really actually hear anybody else really talk about those nuances, but you can think of it like a firm hold hairspray versus a soft hold hairspray. And it just depends what you want and also what the provider is able to give and their skill set. So there's so many nuances with navigating rejuvenation, what to do, what not to do, who to go to. So that's really where I come in. All right, Stacey, I would love to uh, put you on the hot seat again. What is radiance to you? What does the word radiance mean? What does the word resilient beauty mean to you? And what are your most radiant clients doing which helps them shine? Radiance to me is so much about making people feel that they can trust you. They just feel good around you. It, it's someone that I always tease my clients that when I see, they see me on their Outlook calendar in the morning, that they look at that date and they think, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be fun. I also always tease my clients, I'm going to make this the easiest call you took all day long. So radiance is just that people want to be around you. You walk in the room, people notice in a good way, in a positive way. And they also, you're the one that they reach out to, whether it's during difficult times, just because there's that underlying trust. Now, what do most of my radiant clients do to, to, for me to help them shine is first, I just help them become aware of how do you want to come across? I always ask, what are two adjectives that best describe how you want to come across Monday 
Friday to Monday. It's got, it has to be consistent. And when they say to me, whether it's trustworthy, they want to be confident, incredible. From there, I really look at what their style is, what's working for them, what's not, tie it to the skill that represents, communicates confidence or communicates trust. And that's where we really hone in on. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, this concept of resilient radiance is actually something that is where lifestyle biohacking and women's and men's health comes into play. When you want to show up as your best version on calls, negotiations, interactions with people, places and things, personal and professional life, aspects of yourself and conversations, when you're looking after yourself, you're also going to have a better brain. And I, it's really easy for me to identify this in conversations. If someone needs to do detoxification work, if they're having a conversation with me and they say multiple times in the exchange, oh, what was that? I forgot. Sorry, I just have so much brain fog right now. When I hear individuals speak that way, it makes me a little bit sad for them because I know that there's some things going on with their brain that can be adjusted, but also happy because I know that I can help them through that. And when your brain is functioning better, your skin will as well. You'll have better sleep. You'll have better oxygenation and, and hormone production and all sorts of things. What is it like for you when you're in an exchange with someone and they mention that they have brain fog or they have difficulty with recall. How do you help them identify that? What do you do to coach them around that? And what is it like for you to notice it? That is, it's so interesting because I haven't given that a lot of thought until you used your example. And I'm thinking I have a lot of clients like that where I think what, first, what I think what's happening, there is too much on the plate. When I ask them, you know, to walk, through your day, what, what's happening is they might be on Zoom calls and they've got emails coming in, popping in, text messages popping in. So there's never that, it's almost like the brain doesn't learn how to focus, right? Everything is ha habits. And they're so used to believing they can multitask constantly. That's number one. Then number two, we really start looking at what control do you have over your calendar? And I keep you because most of my clients, it's all corporate, right? It's mostly corporate leaders that I work with and mentor. And we start looking at their calendar. Is there a way that when you switch from one Zoom to the call, even if it's two minutes, don't check your emails in two minutes, get up and quickly go for a walk, a quick loop around the house, right? So we've got to get the body moving. You and I have talked about this before, Rachel. I am big in fitness. I've been teaching fitness classes for like 20 plus years. It's kind of like this side gig that I do. But I've always believed that if I don't take care of myself, there's no way I can take care of my team, my family, my friends, my clients. And since influence is my main focus of what I teach, to me, if you're not healthy, there's no way you can consistently show up the best that you can show up, nor can you consistently have influence. And I know that's a fine line. I'm not telling people you got to work out. I'm telling people, take a really close look at yourself this month. And what are the things that you need to take care of, whether it is your skin, whether it's more inner beauty, because if that core is not there, 
communication, it's all about focus. It's going to be hard to accomplish that. Yes, I would go a step further when I'm in conversation with individuals and then I kind of dig deeper and ask specific questions. There's usually two main reasons for brain fog. One of them is they're toxic and they need to do some cleanses to get these toxins out of their brains so that their neurotransmitters can fire appropriately and that they sleep better. And number two, their electromagnetics are too high around them. So their nervous system is dysregulated and their blood isn't flowing adequately to supply blood flow to their brain. So those are the two main things, toxins and radiation. So when you mentioned getting outside and going for a walk, that's brilliant. Take a break from the house, get outside, be around fewer electromagnetics and allow your body to ground. Even just put your feet on the ground for a few minutes, ideally about 30 to 40 minutes a day to really allow your, your blood and your body, your electromagnetics to ground. Everything else will feel better. That's actually more effective in my opinion and experience than downing another one or two cups of coffee or taking an energy drink. Just simply go outside and ground. It's free. And that's a great way to just take yourself out of the house, say you had a tough call, tough exchange, whatever. You're just not feeling your best. You're kind of tired. Get outside, ground, come back. You're going to be ready to rock and roll. And when you do that, let me know how it goes. Send me an email, info at rachelvarga.ca. All right, we are going to wrap up here shortly. I just wanted to ask you, Stacey, do you have any hair and beauty questions for me? Well, how much time do you have? Of course I do. You know, the hair question is always, how do I keep my hair? <laughs> hair piece is, you know, what is like the health? Because I, I read so much, I hear so much, and I get so many different responses. But that's like the, the very first question is, as we get older, correct? And you start to experience hair loss. It is that big question of what's the best thing I can do. The non-toxic safest way is the key. And that's also the number two question. That's also the, the tie in with beauty is I'm always looking for what's the best brand that still works, does what I wanted to do, but it's not loaded with toxins and it can create as clean of brands in my life as possible. All right, well, ask who you shall receive. So when it comes to hair, what I can suggest is to actually always use a hair growth stimulating product. I myself experienced a little bit of hair loss to my edges just from the stress over the last couple of years. Our lives got thrown upside down, right? In, in a really short order, which, you know, is really unfortunate. And anyways, that's a whole other topic. However, using hair care products that have different actives to constantly stimulate hair growth are a really good idea. So you can shop rest assured over at my e-store link is in the description of this episode on some of my hair growth stimulating products. There's an advanced thinning shampoo, conditioner, formula. There's a once a week spray that you can simply spray on the scalp after cleansing. There's also a root cleansing shampoo on the e-store as well. And these are all products that are pre-vetted by me, free of parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances. I use them myself. And the funny thing is that this specific product, it's actually really inexpensive. And the formulation's from like the 1970s. So it's a lot less toxic than what you're gonna be getting at the pharmacy. And it works. When I get my hair done, 
the hairstylists tell me I have the thickest hair they've ever seen in anybody. So when it comes to having fuller hair, using hair stimulating products that are clean, giving that scalp a really good root cleanse to get rid of any buildup, and also using different hair oils. So you'll find a Hallelujah hair oil on the East Store, some other hair oils as well. And I do recommend in the morning and evening, paying attention to your hair care routine and actually incorporating your hair care routine as part of your skincare routine. So every evening, what do I do? I put a little bit of hair oil on my scalp, in my, in my locks. I gently brush it out from bottom to top. And then what I do is I actually twist my hair around a foamy thing. And I do this tutorial in my skin camp programs. All of my tutorials are in my skin camp programs. And there's also hair paste, there's non-toxic hairsprays, there's hair mousses. There's shampoos and conditioner for dry hair, colored hair, sensitive scalp. And you too can wake up with a Victoria Secret-esque curls like this without having to use a curling iron. I haven't curled my hair in goodness knows how long. And then there's also this fantastic uh, styling paste. It's the Star Shaper that is great for taking care of those little flyaways and give a nice smooth look without weighing things down. It's fantastic. So you can shop Rest Assured on my e-store over at rachelvarga.ca. The link is in this episode. To find my pre-vetted brands, there's about 15 different brands on there. And I don't love everything from every brand I sell. So the e-store is basically the distilled down, non-toxic, best options for hair, skin, nails, supplements, dermal rollers, everything. So the long and short, the quick and dirty answer to your question is look after your hair like you look after your skin morning and night and it's a huge time saver wrapping your hair up the night before going to bed and then you wake up you unravel it i actually did a sauna right before this too and you're just like you're good to go i literally get ready in 15 minutes with my hair and makeup every single morning my morning routine to get camera ready is literally 15 minutes do you have any questions about that stacy Oh, you have just become my favorite. You were my favorite before, but now you're even more of my favorite. I love it because I, I trust I've gotten so much product from you. And I love the fact that you literally do the research. And now in the day and age, and we talk about detoxing, that's the last thing I want to be doing is putting chemicals on my skin or in my hair. So I will go there. I'm going to be there this afternoon on that e-store. So thank you. Perfect. And also happy to announce free shipping and no customs on UK orders. Awesome. Thank you so much. Stacy. do you have any closing words for our very fun and interactive second interview right here on the Rachel Marco podcast? You know, I think that there's so much always at the beginning of the year of all these resolutions and goals and everything I read by January 15th, only 1% still have their goal, which means half of us don't even have the goal anymore but based on when this is being filmed. Do good enough goals is what I refer to. So I'm a big believer in, yes, I set my full year goals, but then I set quarter goals and then I set 30 day goals. So taking whatever they take from your followers, take from us today or all the other wisdom that you share with them, Rachel, is you don't have to do it all and make a switch overnight. Take the small steps. But what really is important, it's the small consistent steps that you make every day that before long, 30 days are gone and you measure backwards, look at everything you've accomplished in 30 days, 
that's that confidence. That's what gives you that continuous resilience to now take on the next 30. Wonderful. Stacey, I would love for you to share with everyone how they can find you, how they can work with you. Your books, your works have helped me tremendously as well. Yes, Stacey Honky is one of those individuals that I have spent time learning from as well to allow me to show up in my highest purpose, in the highest way, look great, feel good, be clear and confident in the process. So Stacy, where can people find you, hang out with you, and learn more about how you can help them on stage as well? And that's exactly what we want to be. We want to be a resource. So if you go to the website, which you see on your screen right now, we are all over social media. We're there daily to throw out a resource to be your partner, your accountability partner, call it that, from afar. And that's where you'll find everything that we're doing that's focusing around communication and that's new is pumped out there to help you from afar. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here on the Rachel Varka podcast for the second time. I'm sure after we conclude this recording, I'll be able to answer some additional questions for you. I know you love to use your retinol, so I have some new insights and at-home peel suggestions for you as well. So thanks everyone for hanging out with Stacy and I on the Rachel Varka podcast. If you have any questions about how to work with Stacy and I, Check out the description in this episode. Learn more over at rachelvarga.ca. Check out the e-store. Book your one-on-one. Register for Skin Camp. It's happening right now. Join in. Catch the replays. Tune in live. That's where all my tutorials are. And one-on-one consultations is for your customized at home and in-clinic guidance. And, of course, the School of Gradients is where you learn to put it all together and put the icing on top and literally step into your most beautiful, powerful, resilient, magnetic state. I teach people how to enter a room and have everyone notice them for all the right reasons in all the right ways. Thank you, Stacey, for being back on the show here. And we'll see you again very soon. Thank you.